0: Hello, this is Father Michael Eades from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast, followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, section 19, chapter 227, Prudence. God adorned Philip with great prudence which was most noticeable in the things he did for the glory of God and in giving spiritual advice. In order to conceal this virtue, he pretended to be simple and foolish, to be able to say like St. Paul, we are fools for Christ's sake, 1 Corinthians 4.10. He made it his endeavor in everything he did to hide his outstanding discernment under the guise of simple stupidity. Men of every type constantly flocked to him as their master, guide, and spiritual director. Nobles of the highest rank, members of religious orders, and men in authority consulted him over serious and difficult problems. And the advice he gave them was as sound as it was discreet. In his analysis of souls, in directing men to the acquisition of Christian virtue, his prudence was well employed. He could direct anyone, beginning by taking their individual nature into consideration, adapting himself as far as possible to the wishes of each one, that he might draw all to Christ. Fishing for each one with the right kind of bait. He was especially knowledgeable about the discernment of spirits and the moderation of passions, from which you could see how skilled he was in assessing spiritual matters and directing them, how subtle he could be, and how perspicacious. I could give you plenty of examples of this, but I shall pass over them because it would take too long to tell them. In the name of the Father, and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, Vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. The Gospel has a line in which it says, This is the wise or prudent servant whom the Master will set over his household to give his people their food in the proper time. When our Lord used those words in the parable, this is the prudent servant. He's talking about the knowledge that the servant has of how to arrange things to bring about the best end. Prudence is a perfection of our minds. It's sometimes called practical wisdom this is an excellence this is not a cautiousness prudence is not a kind of uh, fear of doing anything radical of anything you know too definite playing it safe that's the way people use the word prudent today oh he's very prudent meaning he's very cautious no no the prudent thing is the practically wise thing which is the best course of action to take in this particular circumstance, for this particular end, this particular goal. The prudent man knows how to bring about a good per end by the best means. And there is prudence for directing one's own life, a wisdom. This is not a wisdom about truth in its own right, about the way the heavens move. This is not truth about God and himself. This is truth for directing action. And what's the action we have to do? The action that leads to heaven, the action that leads to holiness. And so the prudent person knows the right way to get to heaven, how to be chaste, how to be brave in this situation, how to be just, when to pray, when not to pray, when to speak. All this is knowledge. And this body of, of knowledge we call prudence, practical wisdom. It enables you to assess your options. What are all my options? The prudent person has to know, figure out all the options the reasonable options, (laughs) then the prudent person has to figure out, make a judgment about the best option in this circumstance. See, the prudent man is not trying to figure out the best in itself, the absolute best situation. No, because we don't live in the absolute best situation. We live in the here and now, in a very definite situation. And he knows what's possible here and now. And then he knows, she knows what to do. And thirdly, the prudent person has to carry it into effect. It's not enough to take good deliberation. It's not enough just to kind of judge, okay, yes, yeah, what I got to do. No, the prudent person is prudent precisely because when push comes to shove, when the cards are on the table, as they say, he acts and can say, act now. Do this now. And people say, wow, that was the right decision. How did he figure that out? So there's personal prudence. But tonight, St. Philip is especially put before us as someone who could guide others. And that's another kind of prudence, the prudence of guiding others. And what does Galonio emphasize? He emphasizes that he begins by taking their individual nature into consideration, especially their temperament. Okay? When you're trying to guide others, when you're trying to help others, You're not dealing with an abstract human being. You're dealing with a concrete human person with a certain makeup, a certain history. One of the four main temperaments that we've talked about before. Some kind of combination of the temperaments. And it's a nature that's been through possible trauma or had a wonderful upbringing. And all kinds of individual things St. Philip would consider. And he had to adapt himself to the wishes of each. Okay. So St. Philip's way is to take every individual person in their individuality. He wasn't taking a cookie cutter approach to guiding others. Each person he realized had things in common, yes. Everyone needs to pray. Everyone needs to be self controlled. Everyone needs to be devoted to the Blessed Virgin Mary. All those kinds of things are absolutely true. Everyone needs the sacraments, confession. But within all that, each of us has a slightly different path towards holiness. And St. Philip could discern spirits. He could discern motivations. He could discern what was moving someone and what was not moving them. He could discern what would lead them into the love of God, and what, how they needed encouragement. People would even say, oh, we better go say our prayers because St. Philip will know if we don't pray. But also he could moderate passions. He knew if someone was angry, how to deal with them. If they were struggling with fear, he could help deal with them. A passion means a feeling, an emotion. If they were a very bold person, he knew how to moderate that. If they were full of hope, he knew how to moderate that. If they were full of desires, sexual, desires for money, passion for food. If they had an incredible ability to feel sad, he knew how to moderate sadness. Okay, so St. Philip really knew how to keep people in peace. He knew how to motivate them, how to encourage them. And he could be subtle. He could be very perspicacious. He could be very intuitive, very insightful, figure things just right in the right way. That's exactly right. And where did all this come from? Prayer, the Holy Spirit, and experience. So let us ask the Lord tonight that whenever we have to make a decision that we will pray for prudence and the gift of counsel, the Holy Spirit perfects our prudence by the gift of counsel, that we will have in our minds enlightened on what to do, that we will be immersed in the scriptures, that we will take advice from wise people, two or three, not too many, that we will pray especially to the Holy Spirit for guidance. And let us also pray that if we have anyone underneath us that is not under our beck and call, but under us in terms of people that are relying on us for advice, for guidance, people that we're responsible for, as someone set in authority, that we will be that prudent servant that the Lord will set over his household to give them their food at the proper time, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.